What's going on, Eric, as you're looking down? Oh, oh hey, how you doing? <laughs> nice Greetings. acting job. Nice acting job. Way to go. Just hit record. Just hit record. <laughs> Next week. All right, buddy. Break it out. I didn't get the dust off. What's up? Welcome, everybody, to the Contagious Effect Show. Where we do what? We talk to veterans and spread the good word and tell people not to be selfish a-holes. <laughs> or is that a mirror? Is that a mirror <laughs> response? Are we looking in the mirror right now? We are talking to ourselves. There you go. Oh, uh, Michael. Yes, sir. How you doing, bud? I am. I'm in a better mood today, so that's are, a good. That's a good fire. start. Before before the show, I'm actually in a decent. Yeah, mood. I liked it. I'm looking forward to uh, like another it. great guest today. So. Oh, it's uh, gonna be exciting. That that did show up. So and and there we We're go. Winning. There he yo, is. Yo, yo, Tonto. Four episodes in a row. Now he's got a streak going again i like it tonto hey mike did you know the contagion effect show can also be heard on reese across america radio on trucking tuesdays at 11 p.m eastern you can find reese across america radio on the iheart app the odyssey app and the TuneIn app search the word wreath and there's gary miller thank you eric gary miller well gary Mil- don't not yet well she gary too miller soon. Who, who just texted me like five minutes before the show. I'm like, hey, Gary, we're getting ready to go live here soon, buddy. So I can call you back. Gary Miller Mobile Tax Service. We are spreading Gary Miller Mobile Tax Service wings all oh, across America. And then there you go. Wow. Is that from go. work? No, are we going to get Are we gonna get the other half no, again? No. Probably not. No Frank tonight? No Frank. All right, Eric. What's how up, was dog? your week, buddy? Uh, I like to be myself when I'm at work. You like to be yourself when you're at work? Be my be by myself. Oh, be so you I like I like to train and I don't like to train. It's nice to have a break. So actually, the dude that was from Lanai, I remember. Oh yeah, he was with us. Yeah. Uh, so he's on the bid with me. My start time. Okay. This week, and he's awesome. He went, he went to more San Francisco stores in two days than I have in the last month. He went to like nine of our stores. He's like, hey man, where's this one? I'm like, oh yeah, da 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 da. He's like, okay, calling back. He's like. Uh, yeah, pretty spot on maps, huh? I go, well, yeah, I mean, you know, we spend some time there a little bit. So he's getting nice. the hang of it. Uh, PC, welcome to the show. Thank you. We are excited about our guest today. Yes. Yes. Hey, shout out to all the Teamster Yellow Freight drivers. Uh, <laughs> hey, careers at Safeway.com if you need a job. Uh, brutal situation. So you just know that that other company happens to be hiring? Yeah, That's I've heard the- through the room. I've, I've heard through the grapevine that we have like 20, that that company has like 24 applications but the problem is is we're not costco so the, which, the sad part is those guys don't get their pensions back i mean that's no, but, that's where i'm disgusted like but but there's a but there okay but if if they'd like to come join local 439 who is a proud sponsor of the contagious effect show i just haven't went and picked are up they? the check yet i haven't oh. picked up the check yet it's still up in stockton oh. but we appreciate that nice. come on over be a teamster for five years and you get a little pension so hey it's not all is not lost gary i will uh, <laughs> i don't get to eat dinner till after the show and so uh, we'll see we'll fit you if, in you know, well it may have to be tomorrow i'm off <laughs> i'm off tomorrow too and um yeah so we'll we'll have to connect just tell her text we'll have her text me and tell me a good time anyways so you were by yourself more today yeah this, this week? week i was by myself good which is nice. It's, it's nice to um, explain the job and teach people how to do things at our job. It's really not, it's really not that hard. Right. Um, but when they catch on they and it clicks, then it's, it's makes it's your rewarding. life. Easier. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, um, I get it. Being a steward kind of sucks because guys are 
not paying attention, which is funny because guys that are new pay attention, guys that have been there for 15 Perfect. Thank you, Gary. So, yeah. Look Anyways. At, business is happening while we're on the show. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Uh, so I do want to, I do want to go on and I don't know that I want to call it a high horse, but obviously, you know, everybody's heard about my uncle, um, Lee passing away last week. Uh, so helping my cousins prepare for his funeral, he will be, uh, buried in Santa Nella. Yes. I am reaching out right now and asking for help because we have tried, you know, Santa Nella, they they're great and they give you like all the tools to try to make sure you can you know have a good service for uh this veteran and you know with my dad we had we had the military honors we had the marine corps you know there's two active duty that come fold the flag and and do the honor ceremony which was absolutely beautiful um but then you usually have some some retired folks or like a vfw do like a gun salute you can't do a 21 gun salute because that's not a qualification, but I am struggling to find an organization that's available next Thursday um, for my uncle's uh, funeral services to do a gun salute. So I'm reaching out. If anybody knows anybody, um, I've reached out to the Stockton VFW who actually goes there. Unfortunately, they have another event that day. So um, he was very nice and apologetic. Uh, but, and then I reached out to Turlock, but he said, he can't let me know till tomorrow, which is, and then half the others don't call you back. So, um, uh, yeah. I, and I reached out to some other people and they're like, well, the Santa Nella does it. I'm like, no. So Santa Nella does, you can work with them to get the honors ceremony, but to do the gun salute, um, you have to get like a VFW crew or one of the volunteer crews. So, and the stupid question is, did you call anyone? Did you call Modesto? Modesto VFW. Yeah. Well, I don't think the thing is, is I don't think all the VFWs do it. So I think there's only certain ones that that actually do it. So it, he's is I think that's the number. Isn't he in um, Stockton? Sure. We're getting private yeah, messages. We're getting private. We should <laughs> so just bring him on, mind. right? <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll wait. We'll wait. Oh no, that's not who I talked to earlier. But I thought okay. that was the name. All right, thank All right, you, awesome. thank you. I'll, I'll we'll follow up with that when we bring you on. Salmon and I vanilla. I appreciate. What is salmon and vanilla? What was you're that salmon, about? You're salmon. I'm vanilla, or you're vanilla and I'm salmon. I'm just vanilla. Cool. No, you look a little salmony today. <laughs> Pickup trailer. What? I'm trying to understand some of these I know. comments. Some, I think Gary's been drinking. <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. Some bourbon. Honor guard. I'm sending you a number. My thank you, Gary. I'm Anything? surprised he doesn't make bourbon. I'm surprised he doesn't either. Miller bourbon. He probably knows how to do it too. The mellow aftertaste. So, anyways, that's my thing. I'm looking for a group that a can do a gun bar. salute um, next Thursday morning at Santa Nella. Would be how wonderful. Is the first that we that I heard about this uh, because last week, obviously, you know, with work, yeah, work takes up the other nine to five yeah, takes up you. so much time, uh, and I thought we kind of had it taken care of, and then people didn't call us back, so kind of why Just i took these it. couple days out okay so and it sucks because it's kind of last minute but we are doing what we can do and we still haven't even heard back from the actual honor card so i gotta follow up on that because i followed up with my cousin today so that's that now we can get a little gary miller going gary miller mobile tax. do you dread having to do your taxes 
does the mere thought of it make your head spin? Miller's Mobile Tax Service is here for you. We will handle your individual or business taxes. We will come to you to prepare your taxes. We are skilled, professional, and ready to get started for you. Call 209-678-8515. And we so appreciate Gary Miller's support. Gary's rocking. Hey, uh, so I did have one other thing. You know, everybody makes fun of me for having all these hustles, right? So you came by the other day to pick up something. Did you eat it? It's pretty good. Hey, it's if you're local good. and y'all want some like trifle, we got the uh, we got the Reese's peanut butter trifle from Nama Nama's Kitchen Kitchen on Instagram. Go check it out. It's part of the Angelic Wines and Mellon family. Consulting family. <laughs> it's all part it's of the, the family. umbrella of everything. <laughs> so not only can you get your social media taken care of, you can buy a house and sell a house. Yeah, you can get some wine labels for all of your decor, and you can probably get the damn wedding cake. <laughs> And all the little, you know, all the accoutrements. Touche. Wee wee. We just went French. Exactly. Better. That's hey. about the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> Merci beaucoup. Okay. <laughs> no, it, it was pretty awesome. And I saw the ones she was doing. So Jamie is, uh, paparazzi is actually doing some sourdough bread. And she's got, dude, like, she's- Dude, taking it off yeah it's awesome she's already outgrown her little shelf so are we crystal we just got to shut up and and get we them do. on so I mean, we can so get exciting. to them I, I don't know how i want to bring i just want to bring the picture up real quick yeah but but we got to do we yeah we got to do, do scotty stuff. i know i know and then don't take 10 minutes to introduce him wow <laughs> Drop all it right like that eh yep let's get let's get scotty going so we can get this this show on the road oh you always get the times and places they may change There it is. All right. It's all you, buddy. You've been thinking about it? No, not at all. No. We're going to jump it in like this. All right. Oh, no sound. Mm, that's brutal. <laughs> Man, it's like I almost has screwed it up. But hey, so that guy that just was talking by himself. Well, um, so through the uh, evolution, that was horrible. That wasn't even good. I apologize, man. That was just. No, he was just the fact that no, sound. He was good. Play. It just the sound. No, he looked good. He looked good. Um, yeah. So through the travels of what we do and um, the different places that we get to go to and see, and I've been working on this for a little bit. Uh, life happens, and people have families and and, and expand on their families and stuff. Expand and on so, their families. Yeah, <laughs> expand on their families. Um, we uh, today we're, we're having uh, the gentleman who is the curator of veterans in action he is the sole purpose of some of well my the first time i have that i was at a retirement a flag retirement ceremony in july in at american veterans first in riverbank um he is a marine 
he's from the Marines. Uh, he has uh, uh, he has traveled the world and had some great experiences. And for the next chapter, he's going back to school, so that's kind of cool. And I was going to bring the school picture up, but I didn't. <laughs> well, you got to ask him. He well, let yeah, him decide. You know, no, just our show. We get to do. <laughs> no, it's, it's his on show media. today. <laughs> it's on social media, but no. Um, I want to introduce George Ratana. Thank you for joining us. I'm going to bring this off because I'm going to drop this off and we'll bring, we'll come back to that. Um, again, Mike's everyone knows that Mike's the social media guy and I always screwed up, which I know you so. didn't, you did fine. It's, um, it is what it is. George. Thank you. Welcome to the contagion effect show. Glad you're here with us. Yes. Welcome George. Uh, appreciate you guys having me, uh, Mike, Eric. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, like I said, we've been working on this for a while and, and, you know, again, you know, schedules and you know overlap and, and this happens and that happens um but yeah it, it's you know we had one of your good friends on a few ep a, a few episodes ago and and he just couldn't he praised you so much and i'm like dude like, i know i know i know like i gotta <laughs> do my part to to get george you gotta on. get this guy yeah so finally we made it uh getting back on the west coast side because we've been stuck all over east coast and and, sit, and Nebraska, and, Nebraska, and you're Nebraska. going back. <laughs> yeah, uh, Nebraska, and then next week we're going to be up in Wisconsin. And and next so. week's Nebraska. Mm -hmm. Steiner. Oh, when, anyways. <laughs> I All right. So usually I bring this. Now for, now for George. George, welcome. And again, uh, American, or Veterans in Action. Oh, my gosh. Veterans in <laughs> Action is a, a nonprofit that you started, that you help support, and... Uh, and tell us a little bit about that. And I know Mike, I know. Oh, no. So, so veterans in action actually was, it was the founders are my, my really good friend, our vice president, John Hinkle and a buddy of mine named Benito Aguilar who passed away a couple years ago. Mm. Uh, they brought me in as a chaplain and, and I've become the president over time. But um, yeah, it was, it was started with the idea of, of, of building camaraderie in the Marine Corps. So um, when, when they brought me in as a chaplain, we, we, we obviously we need the Lord and everything. You know, first and foremost, I'm a believer in God. I didn't grow up in church or nothing, but right. I think, you know, over life kind of gets humbles you after a while. So. Or the Marine Corps does, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, my, my friend Benito Aguilar, who actually him and I were drill instructors together. Um, he, you know, unfortunately, he passed away a couple years ago in 2016. Um, and um, my, my friend John Hinkle, who's our current vice president, he, they're the original founders. And, and they brought me in in 2016 and as a chaplain. And, you know, we've kind of expounded from where we started to where we're going now, the direction. And, um, yeah, so my name is George Ratana II. Um, I'm, I'm a Marine Corps combat veteran. I'm a girl dad of four girls and my beautiful wife, Crystal. Yeah. That's so, what uh, Eric and I, we've been trying to meet. But every time we try to meet, I'm, we're popping out more babies. You know, <laughs> he's too busy yeah, yeah. trying try to stay in shape you know? eric don't he's set up too. any more meetings with them he don't need yeah, any more that, kids right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. i mean unless you want them but more for that softball team oh man uh the way the way inflation is going i think four is good enough man <laughs> hey i have four and i'm telling you like i just i wish i saved more money i'll tell you that right now start man. saving now we just upgraded to a a, a, a compact suv the only, what's the next thing a bus i, I can't yeah. <laughs> well that's what <laughs> gonna need yeah. all those strollers and play pens and everything you're gonna need well we saw that you had a chauffeur you got a new chauffeur in in the house yeah my, my daughter my oldest daughter was driving this around practicing this summer you know so you know uh had to make sure uh our life insurance and everything was good to go for that but she did pretty good she did pretty good so yeah so uh yeah i'm currently the the president of veterans in action i also serve as a chaplain and uh 
we're, we're a 501c3 pending. Uh, we are a nonprofit and, you know, we focus on the areas of, of family, faith, mental health, suicide prevention, community. So we, we like to basically get involved in our community. And, um, you know, my, my buddy, John, I don't know if he's hearing this or not, but, you know, we appreciate him and Benito starting this and where it's evolving to now as, you know, as the current president and where I believe the vision of, of our vision for Veterans in Action in our community uh, has evolved, you know, so right. Uh, glad to be on. I appreciate you guys uh, having me on here today. Well, and we'll we'll definitely come back, and I want to learn more and kind of dig into exactly what you guys do because I I noticed you know some stuff and seeing some of the pictures on your on your social media. So, so I definitely have more questions. So what we like to do is we like to start at the beginning of the show. We like to find out where you were born and raised and how you why you decided to go into the Marines. And I like to run the show of that's the most interesting thing that we've done. Let's go jump to the end of the show and then we'll start the beginning of the show. So I'll let Mike ask the question. Are you sure? <laughs> no, you're good. You Illinois sure? brother in blue. What's up? What's up? Illinois blue brothers. Yeah, that's what I said. Blue, blue. <laughs> I was just reading it, buddy. I was reading it the right way. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah. So George, uh, you know, and and I don't know. Uh, you probably don't know this, but I I do have my fondness for the Marine Corps due to my dad being a Marine, and I happen to have the EGA tattooed on my back calf. So, uh, awesome. Semper Five, buddy. Uh, awesome. So, George, where'd you grow up? Uh, yeah, so uh, I was born in Doriel, Texas, but ended up in California when I was two. Oh, really? Uh, so I, I grew up in uh, Southern California, um, Imperial Valley, so like El Centro, California, yep. way down south, east of San Diego. Yep. I grew up there, uh, you know, uh, grew up, uh, grew up kind of rough, grew up in a rough, rough way. Uh, my parents got divorced when I was five, um, a lot of domestic violence at home. Oh. Um, so, you know, my, both my parents ended up remarrying and, and the rest is kind of just history, kind of crazy. One of those crazy childhoods. If I told you guys everything, you wouldn't believe me. <laughs> so, well, we're here. We got a, we got a little bit of time. No. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, so, uh, so did you graduate in El Centro? From uh, high school there? So uh, I ended up skipping high school graduation because I was I was homeless my senior year in high school. So that's oh, how wow. I got connected to the Marine Corps. So I grew up mostly with my mom, my mom and my stepdad. Um, you know, my they remarried when I was about five. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, my my mom, my dad and his wife remarried. And uh, I'm the oldest of all both the kids. So I'm the oldest of the first marriage and oldest of both marriages. So I have a total of. Oh, wow. uh, six siblings i'm the oldest of six so you already knew that blended house yeah you already yeah <laughs> yeah yeah you're, yeah you're but we definitely we we don't act i me and my wife don't act like our <laughs> parents no. did that's for sure <laughs> you you grew and did better right that was yeah, the whole we, point well quite a lot of generational curses man <laughs> so, what's up sergio welcome to the show Sergio Lara. look at um, that calling out george the man, the man. Oh, Good buddy of mine. He's a he does a lot of community work he's a clinician in the county he does a lot of mental health services awesome dude in Stanislaw <laughs> county Nassau's County, yeah. Nice. Let me just go oh. ahead and uh, nice. Go ahead and um, go ahead and subscribe, Sergio. We'll be talking to you. Yeah, we're, yeah. Actually, works, we're actually going to do works, a mental health thing. He works for La Familia. He does awesome work. <clears throat> oh, okay. Awesome. Nice. He knows Brian too. He knows Brian Marks too. Oh yeah. So, Good yeah, no, So long story short, uh, um, grew up. You know, I, I did live with my dad. Was in and out of our life. Mom. There was a lot of drama, court stuff. You know. So right. I lived with my dad for a small period of time, uh, but when I lived with my dad, there, there was a lot of physical abuse. You know, you know, he just at the time, you know, he didn't know how to properly parent. So, I think I've had like a couple of my teeth chipped, and I was punched. Be it was it was rough. It was rough growing up with my dad. Uh, ended up back at my mom's, and you know, just the the way I grew up, just a lot of um, conflict, a lot of conflict at home. So, 
when I turned 18, March of 2005, I'm, I'm stating my age now. I feel old, 36. Right. <laughs> 36. Come, Come on, on bro. bro. <laughs> I got my oldest just walked in. He's 29. That's my oldest. But, uh, this no, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I got into it with my mom and my stepdad. It was one of those things that it was like, you know, get out of the house. So I left. I left. Uh, and, you know, and so March of 09, as soon as I turned 18, I ended up leaving the house. Uh, but I was set to graduate in June, mid-June. So at the time, I had already uh, did the delayed entry program to join the Marine Corps. Um, but I contacted my recruiter. I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm homeless right now. I got kicked out of the house. Uh, I know I'm scheduled to leave. I was scheduled to leave later on that year, like in November, December of 05. I'm like, I'm not going to make it past these six months. And yeah, I was I was pretty much homeless. I was bouncing from oh, different yeah. houses. I stayed at an uncle's house for a while, slept on the floor with dogs. And then uh, I would shower at the school and, and um, I would eat. I would, at, you know, the class for foods, they would throw away the food. I would go pick it out of the trash can and eat the food. And and I, it was it was pretty rough. It was pretty rough. Yeah. So uh, I ended up my recruiter contacted I, one of my really good teachers. Still remember to this day, Miss Guerrero, Miss G. She found out I had all my credits. She was help helped me get emancipated. So I was able to leave uh, in April to boot camp. So I ended up getting out of there. I got off the streets, went to boot camp, and then uh, ironically, my mom walked on stage for me to get my diploma on behalf because I was on boot camp. I was reading oh, wow. which is ironic because my mom didn't graduate high school because she had me. So uh, like, oh, yeah, a little so, full circle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a full circle. That's kind of so, cool. Yeah, kinda so cool. kind of reconciled for a while, and then uh, yeah, that that's that was the childhood man. It wasn't the best, but uh, I guess my happiest childhood memories was when I lived in Texas with my grandmother. So I lived with my grandmother from second, from the end of first grade till third grade. So that was like the best time of my childhood. But yeah. I, I had to come back to, to California. So and back to realism. Back to realism, man. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, if I'm transparent, as much as I try, I don't really have the greatest of relationships with my parents. I, I uh Well, I wonder why. Yeah. Well, well you know, I mean, I've, I've tried to reach out a few times, but right. it's just I feel like I'm the parent sometimes, but learning to forgive and, and realize, you know, they didn't have the best of upbringing themselves. They were working what they had, but at the same time having to learning how to put those barriers up and protect my family from <clears throat> what goes on there you know maturity that that's literally the sign of maturity right knowing that knowing that this is wrong but yet hey like i i know i need that relationship right yeah. and yeah. yeah it's not about me it's about yeah so no, I just, don't get me wrong i mean i'm not i'm not giving them you know 500 dollars. no 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 like, that, like but, you said you put the barriers up like you, yeah, like, yeah. you like it's cool to have the family but you have to protect your family at the same time yeah. no but you understand part of his story because yeah. you oh, go no, no. through it you this, deal with it so I, I understand i've that. talked to i've talked to my dad for 97 seconds in the last two years wow yeah, I, I, and he lives right here in modesto right so i mean i'm not bashing my dad it just we don't have that relationship you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's, it's the same for me. You know, I kind of just became a man. And then now that I'm older with my own kids, it's like, you know, I can't, there's no, but there's that, you know, try to be obedient to the word of God and honor your mother, and father, but also there's barriers here. You know, we're well, not they also right. have to do their part too. And, and, you know, not be, as, as you say, I mean, it's where you have to act like the parent and they're, you know, yeah. they're there. It should be a, a two lane highway. Like it shouldn't be one directional. So. I get yeah, it. No, I've, they I've, 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 I've heard, had a buddy of mine recently tell me, he's like, uh, the only validation you need is God, your wife, and your girls. Everyone else, you're good. I was like, you're good. He used yeah. a little bit different verbiage than I did. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I got you. But, uh, I got you. So he's a truck. Yeah, I got him. But, yeah. So, and, yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, this is my second marriage. So I was previously married for, for two years. Um, but uh, once I, um, you know, just 
once I joined the Marine Corps, I, I deployed twice to Iraq. I did uh, just under seven years in the Marine Corps, active oh, wow. duty, uh, two combat tours to Iraq. Um, we did different operations like uh, uh, Dan defeat Al Qaeda in the north, DAS defeat Al Qaeda in the south. So we're like an Iraqi and Syrian border, Iraqi uh, uh, Syria and Iraqi Syrian uh, border, both, both different borders, mm-hmm. and Saudi Arabia border. So we did different things. Uh, um, and yeah, so I did just under seven years. Uh, but um, you know, with with that, you know, with my my first deployment, uh, um, I have the picture actually on my Instagram. Uh, you know, that's that's where I hit my first big IED. I was an M1A1 tank crewman, and uh, we hit a, a what a EOD says it was about a four or five one five five round stacked with like five hundred pounds of bulk explosives. Oh. And, uh, yeah, right where that hatch is open, that's where I was pulled out. I was stuck in there. Um, uh, I was completely, I was in and out of consciousness because the tank blew. When the tank hit, within instance, it was on, it was on fire. Like the, it, it was, it, it breached seventy-two tons of armor. And Damn. long story short, man, me and my gunner, uh, who's a first sergeant right now, still in the Marine Corps, he's getting ready to retire. Cecil Compton, shout out to him. We were the, we were both pulled out by our tank commander. Um, in and out of consciousness, we had a traumatic brain injury, amongst other things, and we just wow. we all survived that day, man. Thank God, we all survived that day. Um, nobody died uh, right over wow. that. Berm. Wow! Right over that berm, you see, is the city of Hoklania. So we were, you know, just right over here. Yeah, it was a pressure plate, and nobody died that day. Thank the Lord. Um, wow! You know, so um, it was a. <laughs> it's a good. It's a cool story now. It's a cool story. Yeah. Well, to look back on guys and I blew up, you know, like it's pretty cool. Eric, can you go back to the first picture like that? I mean, I mean, that tells the story. Okay, sorry. No, no, no. No, I'm just you look at that and go, how does. Well, I wish we had a side by side of one that's not blown up pieces. Oh, towards towards the last picture, it shows what it looks like. I'm blown up. Uh, (laughs) So the last picture, that was literally a day or two before our mission. Oh, my God. And and forty percent of the armor is up front, so you can tell it, it, it got hit pretty big, and, and and we didn't die that day, thank God. Um, and uh, yeah, so I ended up uh, going back to Iraq the next year. It was a uh, uh, you know that's when you know back in 08 when everything happened, uh, the government shutting down. We were in like sixty days of continuous combat operations. We didn't shower in the hundred and thirty fourth degree. That deployment sucked. Oh. Um, but uh, I can't even I never, concentrate. I'm like, well, I'm like, you're here, and you see that. I mean, did you when when you're in those tanks, and and obviously you go through training, and you guys are taught, and and people, you know, there's been other instances of tanks being blown up. But do you have a sense of feeling a little bit invincible, or or do you oh, yeah, just I mean, know not to think that at all? At times, there, yeah. I mean, it's a tank, and it, what's right. ironic is underneath the tank we had extra armor called husk armor. Uh-huh. They were creating uh, pressure plates and IEDs called tank killers specifically for armored vehicles, and we happened to hit one. Um, so I, we felt invincible, but that day it was just so quick. Uh, our front tank missed the turn, so we took the turn, boom. And when it hit, it breached the hole, split in, hit our fuel cells, caught on fire. We had two huge fuel cells in the back, two fuel cells in the front. And you can imagine uh, 50 cal rounds, all our uh, M16 rounds, our grenade. Uh, everything's our in there. One 120 millimeter tank rounds. By the time we got out, secondary explosion. Some of the front tank skirts weigh about 500 pounds. They were found like a football field away. That's how it blew the blast. It was pretty big. It's pretty big. Um, but uh, no, I, I think God that, uh, that nothing happened. 
Yeah. Wow, man. I, wow. I'm just in. I want to bring it back. Up. I want to bring it up again. But like... <laughs> there, there's just too much. We lost yeah. him. There he goes. <laughs> He's ducking more. Man, that's a that's a crazy story. Like I, I'm just in shock. I couldn't. I mean, so so you guys that was in the ground already. Yeah, there, yeah. It was. Or... Uh, yeah. So what they were doing back in those days, the pressure plates, the IEDs. Um, just imagine mm-hmm. like two little saws. They would just hook up a bunch of uh, 155 round shells and stack homemade explosives on top of it. And just right. a simple connection that when the saws, you ran over a pressure plate, boom. Boom. You know? um, so uh, I think a tank was heavy enough to set that thing off. So I laugh, I laugh about it now because we're, we're all good. We all survived, you know, but um, it was uh, one of those things, you know, and, and, you know, and just never thought anything of it. I was young at the time. I came back. We, 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 we I was deployed 06, 07, went back in all of 08, re-enlisted over there because at the time, you know, I was, you know, a new dad to my my daughter at the time was one, about to be two. Right. My ex-wife, um, they were giving out reenlistment bonuses, so uh, I got like twenty seven thousand dollars, twenty seven thousand five hundred dollars tax free to reenlist in 08. Seems like a lot, plus what I came back with. Um, so you know, I was like, you know, I'm doing it, reenlisted uh, as yeah. a Marine Corps drill instructor. Went to San Diego, and I think that's when my life really started to like. Um, I, I had it all. I had a good career. I was mm-hmm. excelling pretty quick in my rank. I was excelling pretty quick. Uh, but there were just certain issues that I, I dealt with. You know, I'm not, you know, you know, PTSD, the traumatic brain injury stuff, and you know, um, and and that's how um, you know my my first suicide attempt was in 2008 after I had just came back. Um, it was wow. uh, so I was deployed 07, 06, 07, and then deployed mm-hmm. all over weight, and, and uh, um, I um, ended up uh, you know coming back late November, and I remember it was right around Christmas time of 08. A long story short, drank the vet, typical veteran thing, just drank a lot of alcohol uh, my drink was jack daniels and when i say i drank bro like i you can smell out of my pores um and uh, uh just attempted suicide with 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 my gun at home uh i tried to shoot myself three different times with the smith and wesson 40 cal um mm-hmm. and, you know held it to my head held it to my mouth held it and it, it jammed you know uh, all three times all three times okay i can see why you're a chaplain now yeah yeah. Well, and I was no nothing. I was not a believer at the time. Yeah, um, that's why I definitely wanted to ask about yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, and, you know, uh, in Iraq, for me, you know, um, I think what, it, we come back with shame. You know, I, I did see, you know, because we were a QRF force. So we did see a lot of, you know, infantry get hit, a lot of Humvees. You know, there was a time yeah. where, you know, you just want, you're the tank. You're watching a lot of this stuff. A lot of these Humvees getting hit. You're going out there. And there was, I don't know how many times we had to tow because I was in Hadita my first time. We had to tow vehicles that were hit vehicles that were blown up and i mean these marines are they're done for they're they're pink mist they're they're, they're dead you know so you're watching all so you come back with a sense like man you know like shame guilt like you know i'm here what about them so and, that, and that's that's an epidemic in itself shame and guilt so my way of dealing with it is like just drink you know just don't talk about it you drink you know and you know i i don't consider myself no type of hero i'm not here to say that i don't consider myself any type of war hero but what affected me the most i, I didn't mind getting blown up i didn't mind seeing that but it's like seeing suicide bombers that were 12 year old little boys. And we had a suicide bomber one time, a 12 year old boy in the vehicle slamming into my wingman's tank. That day, my buddy house, uh, a, a gunner sergeant, they ended up getting parts, getting sent home. And that tank got hit with the suicide bomber. Come to find out it was a 12 year old boy. So like stuff like that, you know, you just play it over and over. And then seeing Marines get killed time and time again, it kind of just messes with you in a way. So yeah, I ended up re-enlisting, went to the drill field. And I think that's how I kind of coped with my PTSD. Never realized I had an alcoholic problem. But I was drinking to the point where, you know, um, alcohol poisoning was a common thing. Uh, 
And there was times where I was like pooping blood and peeing blood and, and you know, I feel the pain. And then I was a chain smoker. So I was smoking like three or four packs of Newports a week back when they, they don't even make Newports no more. And they used to be three bucks back then. So they're like 20 bucks now, but yeah. And, and I, that's how I dealt with it, you know, and um, you know, uh, long story short, you know, cause it's a whole history to it. Um, I, even though I had reenlisted, I had all this money in the bank. I'm 21 years old, 22, brand new drill instructor, um, about to start my, you know, my drill field career. I, I got a two-story condo in San Diego. I got a Chrysler 300, another car, <laughs> motorcycle. I had a Chrysler 300 with 28-inch rims. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That Cali dream right there, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's driving a scraper. <laughs> and then I had the I had the $3,000 Best Buy uh, surround Stereo system. Stereo system, yeah. And, the came over. Yeah, yeah. We like the cars. Uh, the cars that go boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had all that, man. And then uh, money in the bank. And, you know, um, uh, I, I was still missing something. You know, it was that sense of, uh, you know, uh, it, you know, for me, obviously, I lean a lot on my faith now in God. But it was that there was still something missing, that guilt, right? Right. So, uh, when I attempted suicide, it kind of was a wake-up call, but not enough for me to wake up to reach out for help or reach out to God or, or just community, you know? Um and long story short, uh, it was simple. You know, uh, we got invited to a small little church. I went and I, I just remember I got on my knees. In said, San Diego? In San Diego. Yeah. Small little house church, too. And I said, God, if, if you're real, you know, like, I'm an alcoholic. I have mental health issues. I smoke. I have a daughter. You know, at the time I had my ex-wife. I, I, I need help. And, you know, you guys can believe it or not, man. But from that day forward, like, I have, I became sober. Like, uh, this drinking, smoking, gone. Well, here's the thing. I don't mean to cut you off real quick, but you say, you you know, if if we don't believe it, but you try to commit suicide three different times and it jammed. Right. I mean, the guns aren't aren't designed to jam. They're designed to shoot. Yeah. Yeah. But yet I think imagine you have that failure in the field. Yeah. Yeah. When you need it. That's what I'm saying. But I think this is about the seventh or eighth interview that we've had where someone has said, hey, listen, I tried to take my life, but it jammed. Yep. Right. And now they're here doing good things. And, and, and obviously, um, you know, we're going to get back into your story because I mean, I'm, I got goosebumps and all the good stuff because you go to this small church in, in San Diego and you're like, uh, you're, you're calling out God, right? Well, yeah. God's already called you out. That's true. <laughs> He's already called you out. And you're like, Hey, yeah. So if you're real, show me something. Uh, yeah. Hey, uh, dude, like, uh, <laughs> I already remember did. The, yeah. Remember, those remember three the gun? Times? Yeah, remember that or, or the alcohol poison that you had, but you survived? Like, um, yeah, come see the light, dude. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, you're right. That's a good way to put it. Really. Just the IED. Um, yeah. So that was my first deployment when the IED happened. The deployment before my gunner, his a couple of his friends were killed by an IED like that, and all of us lived. You know, so in a in a tank too. In a tank, yes. Wow. So we we were we were God just you know has more. I and. and and when I re-enlisted, you know, I gave my heart to the Lord. You know, I, I really strive to just change. And I realized, okay, mental health, you know, there, it's a reality. You know, not everything's the devil. There are mental health issues. So I ended up getting mental health health. And, and, and it's, been a, it's been a progress. It's been a process since then. And, you know, unfortunately, you know, my, you know, at the time, you know, my ex and I were going to different paths. Um, you know, and I'm, I'm very open about, you know, because a lot of people don't understand. You know, my wife and I were both divorcees who have remarried. So there's a lot of blended families today that that's a whole different demographic in itself that it's it's a it's it's high you know so ended up you know splitting after many many years because she was on one path i was the other like i wasn't drinking no more or smoking or partying and kind of just we veered off you know it wasn't for me so it kind of caused a a, a division you know because my ex's family would come over they would drink in my house party and i'm like dude i'm a recovering addict 
I can't have that here, you know. So kind of, yeah. you know, rest is history. And then uh, it happened around 2017, and I was single for many years, just me and my daughter. And uh, you know, the story gets better. You know, 2020 during the pandemic, you know, my uh, I meet my my current my wife, my current wife, my only wife. You know, she's we're so dead to his part. Hey, get her back there. That's, we'll we'll yeah. scratch that out. This, <laughs> it's a live show, but we'll, yeah. we'll we'll delete that part. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she, she she likes to, she likes to say that I she likes to say that I slid into her DMs, but I think it was the other way around. Oh, yeah. we ain't we ain't taking that one back then. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna have to live with that one now. Yeah. She slid into my DMs, and uh, you know, she saw the Marine Corps uniform. She's like, I gotta get that guy. You know, oh, he's got benefits. This one, that one there. Yeah, she saw that, bro. She's like, oh, let me let me let me put a ring on it. What a handsome you know? guy, look at that. But um, yeah, Mike swears uh, that's the best uniform in the military. Oh yeah, I'm it not is. biased or anything, but it is the yeah. best uniform. It is. No, it's it funny. is. I was looking at the seaman one. You know, the 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 navy one. Sorry, the navy one. <laughs> that you were right. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's just the white with the little cool little bow tie and. We're gonna get so much yeah, fun. but if you get if you get the Marine the Marine Corps that and he has his cover and he has the the sword, dude, it's yeah. dope. Like the old '90s commercials, the old '90s and early 2000s recruiting Marine Corps oh, recruiting yeah. commercials. What got, that's what got me, bro. Those were those were the, <laughs> the dopest. You remember you remember the sword where he fought the dragon and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's exactly the one. Yeah. It's just fire, like the sword came out of the fire and all that, and he fought the dragon and. Yeah. yeah, no, no. And, and, and yeah, and, and long story short, man, and even when I went through my divorce, um, uh, even as a believer, so after I gave my heart to the Lord, there was a season where I went through a depression. You know, I, I used to live in Riverbank, lost my house in Riverbank, ended up homeless again. I'm renting a room off, I, I'm rent, renting a room off for my friend, and that's how I got connected to college. The rest is history. Um, got connected to Veterans in Action, and then met my beautiful wife. And, uh, you know, we, we married in 2021, January 9th, 2021. And, uh, you know, uh, we have two beautiful older daughters. So my oldest is 16. Mm -hmm. uh, my stepdaughter, Ruby, my daughter, she's, I don't like to say step, my daughter, Ruby, yeah. she's going to be 11 in November. Uh, Amariah is about to be two in December. And Adeline, she's about to be four months next, in a couple of weeks. So, uh, yeah. you know, God really uh, uh, put a, put a, gave me a beautiful family. And, and you know, one thing I've learned is, is um, you know, just, just, second chances, man. Like I, I've had more than one, two, three, four chances and I, I don't want to blow it, you know? So I attribute a lot obviously to God, faith, family, community, and, and just, uh, uh definitely having, the, uh, my wife, you know, I have a very strong woman, you know, she's a, she's awesome. You know, I'm not just saying that cause she's watching. Okay. I need her. So nah, we get it. No, it's genuine. You could tell it's genuine. Yeah, you know, um, she's definitely helped me out a lot. And, and we do a lot of community work together and, and being that we're a blended family, being that we've been divorced we see the need man just being a single parent for the time i was in she was a single mother for a while it, it's it's a it's no joke man it's no joke and uh have a lot of respect for single parents that are making it happen and uh yeah so you know that that's pretty much my story you know and uh, uh we're done having kids for sure i, I want a son are you sure i'm i mean <laughs> i'm positive i'm positive i want a son but they call it the tanker's curse everybody in tanks for some reason they they don't have they call it they only have girls i guess or yeah. something like that because hey. their cojones were on the line you can, live, you can live that kobe lake that kobe girl dad life yeah there's a oh, reason okay with that man there's a reason why we we have girls i'm just saying uh i wanted to bring this up real quick because obviously this is what you know the this is your nonprofit pending 501c3 uh and you're talking about doing a lot for the for the county 
Um, you just got to meet up with a bunch of our legislation. Uh, le sorry, a bunch of our legislators and members of. I mean, we had state Congress, we had leg um, uh, representatives and stuff. Tell us a little bit about that because this isn't the picture <laughs> that I wanted up. But uh, yeah. we'll get. <laughs> yeah, no, no, definitely. Um, so, so our goal in Veterans in Action, obviously, is faith, family, community. We do a lot of mental health and suicide. Obviously, I'm a suicide survivor. I've just this year alone, I've lost two friends to suicide. Uh, oh, one man. of them, uh, JJ uh, West, he he passed away in January. His funeral was February. Um, you know, uh, twenty something years in the army. Uh, he ended up committing suicide, um, and he was a good friend of mine, active in the community. Uh, so we know there's a need. Um, and, and the reason why this was awesome because I, I I got to call out the elective officials. I'm like, what are we doing? You know, yeah. you, know you guys are giving money to vets, but what what, what are we really doing for veterans? You know. Um, so yeah, sorry, go ahead. I, I, I no no yeah. So like, uh, uh, I have this this. I'm a numbers guy, right? And uh, this this there was a survey, uh, a statistical survey done in 2021, a year after the pandemic, and they uh, obviously it's gone up since then the suicides, but in 2021. July 2021, since 9-11 happened, to, since September 11, 2001, in the wards of Iraq and Afghanistan, 7,057 military service members were either killed in Iraq or Afghanistan. That's a lot. Yeah. 7,057. But not that I'm saying that's not enough, but the death among suicide post 9-11 was 30,177 vets here. So put that in perspective. I just passed the Houston city limit sign. And there's 7,688 people from the last census that they had here. So just under the entire town of Houston. Yes. Just imagine the whole town uh, yeah, almost wiped out. Tired. So 7,057 brothers yeah. that gave the ultimate sacrifice overseas in Iraq and Afghanistan. But then you come home and we have, as of July 2021, mm -hmm. and I know it's we have 30,177 active duty personnel and veterans who served post 9-11 who have died by suicide. Mm. And it's like, in my mind, it's like, <clears throat> there's something going on. There's a disconnect. We have all these programs, yeah. but but uh, um, with Veterans in Action, our goal is to team up with other organizations. Also, but one of the things that I believe why we're seeing that is there's not a sense of community. You know, um, there's there's this there's the, this guy that I study a lot. His name's Sebastian Junger. He was a news reporter that was attached to different units in Iraq and Afghanistan. And he did a TED talk in July 2016, and he titled it The Loneliness of Society Makes It Hard for War Vets to Come Back or Why Veterans Long for War. Uh, one thing we develop in the Marine Corps, and we give each other a hard time, Army, Navy, we cap on each other, but there's a band of brothers. You develop this, this tribal closeness. So, like, in deployments, you're in the sub together. You're, you're laughing together. You're crying together. You know, you rejoice together. You, you grieve together. You're in it together, right? And, and during this TED talk, um, he talks about how why when vets come back, especially combat veterans, it, it's hard to return home from war. Now, thank God we're not going through what the Vietnam vets went through. They went through some hell. You know, they treated them bad. You know, and we have a lot of the stuff we have right now because of the Vietnam veterans. And I'm super I love our Vietnam vets, our older vets, World War II, Korea. I love them. And I appreciate that because of what they went through. We have now. And I'm thankful for that. You know, but even in our society today. We live in a society where there's there's no communication. Like it's it, we have so much social media, which is crazy. Yes, we're so connected but so disconnected. Right. So, uh, there was another article by a gentleman named Dr. Guy Winch where, where he talks about the unexpected loneliness of combat veterans with PTSD. Right. How are they able to reintegrate back into society? For me, I reenlisted, so I just stayed busy. But when I wasn't working and my mind was wandering, I turned to alcohol. Right. Mm -hmm. 
you know, at the time I had my family, my, my daughter, my ex-wife, you know, but when I wasn't focused on that, what was I doing drinking? What about the veterans that don't have the family, that don't have the support, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and this disconnection forces them into a social isolation, right? And, and the de- uh, it's almost like society desensitized. So how are they going to come and adapt? So that's why we're seeing 23,000 more veterans died by suicide than war, you know? So like what's yeah. going on, you know? And, and uh, um, I believe that, you know, this tribal closeness that we experience overseas or in the military, um, it, it's it's something that you long for. Everybody longs for some type of community. And 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 I think the 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 easiest thing is you go to the VA, here's some Zoloft antidepressant, here's some clonazepine, because I've been on all these before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Clonazepine's an antipsychotic, and here's some seroquin to sleep. I've never I've never even smoked weed in my life. You know, so you're giving me all these drugs that are making yeah. me loopy like a zombie, and I'm out of my mind just sitting there and I can't even interact with my daughter. Like I knew I needed more. So when I sought out mental health and, and and I went to a counselor like that, that actually did help me a lot, which is a whole nother thing. I'm, you know, like uh, being Mexican male, the machismo, I don't need help. But when I really sought out that help, dude, it's like it changed my life to where, man, I've been sober now for 14 years. My daughter was two. She doesn't remember her dad being an alcoholic or suicidal. Oh. You know, how many more, you know, so with veterans in action, like I believe that even though society is disconnected, we can definitely like, grow it backward. So when we get involved in aspects of community, whether it's serving or, 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 or let's just say we get a veteran that needs help. We have a, a brother, uh, his name's Steve Lawson. Uh, we can connect him right there and then to, uh, he's a clinician. He's a Vietnam veteran, combat veteran. And he's also a clinician. Get them mental health services. We can get them food or different connections, but it's that sense of belonging where they have now found the community. Hey, you're not alone, bro. Right. You don't have to kill yourself, you know? You know, uh, 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 the casual relationships, like, oh, what's up, man? No, no, it's more than that, right? It's, it's actually um, human action, getting involved in someone's life. And, and we see that in order to help our veterans with PTSD, uh, society has to become more than what it is now. And it's hard, bro. It's hard to build relationships. And there are some vets, I'm going to be honest, you know, I, I don't like them myself. We're jerks to each other. But there's a need. There's a disconnect. And, and what is it that's causing veterans to kill themselves at that high of a rate? And well, in Two wars for over <clears throat> seven thousand plus died. That and and that is, I mean, it's four times the amount, right? You, yeah. you it's four times the amount that <laughs> are here, and then they end up taking their lives just in that time frame. Here, here's my question though: is is this is where you know a few months ago we had we had a show where we actually talked about just the twenty two number, right? Because uh, that week we had a veteran. Um, that somebody else within, you know, kind of in the family of our show, they they posted on Facebook and the guy started the the Facebook post with I'm about I'm part of the 22 and then wrote a whole thing about how he loved his wife, loved his kid. You go and look at his social media. Everything's happiness, right? Yeah. Yeah. Everything's happiness. And that's where, you know, even for us looking from the outside and we had this conversation that night. How do you how do you fix those things? You know, his wife knew that he was living in darkness like his wife knew because she ended up posting after saying you know it i know he wasn't it was nighttime yeah nighttime was was the worst for him yeah but it's like how do you somebody doesn't share what they're going through you know how do we fix this because we have we have a bunch of you know we have a bunch of groups that we deal with you know now you guys included that are all like we're all focused and our message is all about the same thing but then how do we 
you know, and I, and I know, come on, there's no silver bullet here, right? There's no silver bullet, but like, how do we get better and, and do the things? Because, you know, what you talk about is there's not, we don't have the communication. Sorry. Hey, Rachel. (laughs) We don't have the communication, but how do we fix it? Man, how do we fix it? Because that's, I mean, I want to see it go away. Eric dealt with it firsthand, yeah. right? I, and this is why we do it. For me, this is this is our therapy. You know, we talked a little bit uh, pre-show. <clears throat> the, the the hour a day that we get doing this, or I'm sorry, the, the hour a week I do this, and I'm not perfect. I'm still an a-hole. You know, I, I was I mm-hmm. was talking about how I don't have a relationship with my dad. So we're we're all giddy right now because Rachel Marchbanks joined us. Uh, she was one of the very beginning, uh, one of the, the beginning. One of our interview. guests. I think she was the first female that we had on. Actually, yes, she was. And she was. She was kind of like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> but and she by was. The end awesome. of the show, she was. Oh, she rocked. And talked man. about her mental health yeah, issues. Yeah, and she works and... for the VA. Yeah, and then being a woman in the military, so I get a little giddy. Sorry, <laughs> uh, but yeah, hi. Um, but yeah, like it's 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 one of those things where I'm I I, I fall in this, uh, you know, how you corrected yourself about you didn't want to be how your parents were. When, when you were young, I still see myself, I still see my dad and me when I'm an asshole at home, yeah. you know? And unfortunately my kids are older. So they've always known me as, Oh, dad's just being an asshole. He's, he's, he's grumpy. He's this, he's that. And I need that ass. Yeah. Sorry. I need that ass kicking because I know it affects them. Right. And so now I'm just being selfish that I don't. So I know, but Sean, it's true. I have to, it's true. Well, I appreciate you know, it. And, and it's, 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 you know, in that I, I think we all have, you know, even for connected to our parents, we have their DNA in us. Cause yeah, even so, even, mm. I, mine's not as cool as you guys. I've been, this is two months. It's not like, no, don't wait. Hey. You still <laughs> but, got the youngest. She's only 16, bro. Trust but, me. Oh, um, my, my, <laughs> I look like my dad, you know, but yeah, but, but I do, when it comes to the veteran stuff, it's like, um, we look at World War II. World War II, they lost a lot. They lost way more than we did. But what, what type of society were veterans of World War II returning home to, right? Yeah. Families, communities. A nation that was united, we got. They vets were getting. That, they were getting parades. They were yeah. getting parades. We got vets that in Iraq, Afghanistan, that were coming home. Wives taking off, cheats on them, empty yeah. bank accounts. You know, how, yeah. you know all this stuff, right? Uh, but and, and the brutality of war was a lot different back then, right? And I'm not saying that it, it's that you know Iraq and Afghanistan vets went through worse, but there is some type of disconnect that thirty thousand plus veterans have committed suicide post-war. What's going on, right? And 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 I think that as a nation, you know, um, uh, we've we've lost a sense of, of that community, you know, because even now, like growing up, like you know, you take 30, 40 years ago, people always hear say, "Oh, I didn't even have to lock my doors." You, you can't even you got all this craziness going, all this sex trafficking, all this mental health, all these thieves and murders. Like the nation is disconnected, and you got these veterans <laughs> that are coming back. It's like, you know, what room? You know, how how can we save our veterans? But you know, instead of asking that question is how as a society can we transform into making that veterans can adapt, you know, because uh, they come back different, you know, they, they come back different, you know, um, and and how do we, if we if we see what the divorce rate right now is one out of every two marriages and divorce, period, right? So yeah. add that to vet life and mental health and then and not even just what the vet goes through, what the family goes through, what the kids go through, the, the spouse, the husband, wife, could be domestic, you know, there's all these things, you know, and, and, and I think that, uh, um, you know, our, our desire with veterans and action is to continue to build that community. Like we don't have all the answers. We're not, we don't have millions of dollars coming in, but we've seen veterans that will come serve and it'll change them. It'll, they start getting it. It's almost like they have a sense of purpose. Like I, I'm not prescribing medication to them. I'm not paying them, but 
they're coming, they're serving, they're getting connected to brothers that hold them. I think accountability is a big key. It's like we had in the military, who's your battle buddy? Where's your, where's your battle buddy at? Where's that? What's going on? Like there's an accountability that being begins to take place. And it, it's a sense of healing, man. And, and in serving right. itself, it's a, it's a sense of healing where, where you, you begin to see a, a, there's one veteran that he started getting involved in, you know, he started cutting back on the alcohol, cutting back on the weed, cutting back. And over time, He's become one of our, 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 our uh, he serves, he, he does his work. And it's like, dude, that's awesome. And like, now it's a reciprocate, you know, like, and there's still the mental health that he, help he gets. There's still the, but there's that tribal accountability that we have amongst each other. And, and you start bringing our families in and you start bringing our kids around and you start building this family. where like, we have a sense of community, you know, a sense right. of belonging where at any given time, if I know my brother's struggling, you know, I, I'm not afraid to pick up that phone or show up. Hey, what's up, bro? We're here for you. I, I got your six, not just saying I have your six and watch him spiral out of control and kill himself, you know. And and, and I think that that's what we lack in, in today's society is like in, just in every aspect of life. There's not enough. There's not enough community, man. There's there's not enough like the whole mindset of like even with children, you know, we work with a lot of foster youth and do a lot of toy drives for our kids. Like people, mm-hmm. have, oh, that's not my kid, not my problem. Yo, we're in America, man. One nation under God. What happened to that community, you know? And, and, and I think that, um, you know, th- there was times in my military career where, where I felt disconnected. I felt lonely. I would go home and visit and like, what can I really talk to about these people? I'm 21 years old, been two, through two tours on my second enlistment. And the same, my cousins or family or friends that are doing it, they're still trying to be rappers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> trying to Them be studio on- gangsters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I had the Chrysler 300, but they were trying to be rappers still. And I'm like, I couldn't, there's life and death. What can I really connect to you about? You know, I'm right. a survivor. I'm going through these issues. Like there's really not much to connect, but, but, uh, um, you know, you know, with veterans in action, we see that. The, oh, that's there my brother. Is. That's, our, that's our, founder, our founder, VP, Vietnam era. He, he's, he's an older guy, but he's buff. He's buff. No, he, I see it. There's a picture <laughs> of you and him standing next to each other. Well, and- I, I want to bring this up because this is actually a twofold because we have, uh, Chingoni keeps commenting and he's in this picture. And so I want to pitch it. it. I mean, that's a pretty thick back right there. Right. I mean, that's yeah. pretty thick. You know? <laughs> yeah. He's but, um, yeah. Obviously this is American veterans first in Riverbank. Uh, it looks like it's might be the opening of their, uh, um, is that the new the, to the right? new side? Yeah. The new side part of it. So, um, and obviously, you know, the, the community is, is, it, it, we need the community. We need the veterans in it, but it's the outside people like Mike and I, right? And yeah. I say outside just because we didn't serve, but we serve by by allowing you guys to come on here and and talk about all this stuff and, and to educate us, right? And um and I think it's just I think it's amazing that we can do this, and obviously we want to do more, right? It, it's one of those things where our support we support everyone, like you said. It, oh, it's not my kid, but like here you are. Uh, I know that Mike hates when I do this, but. Um, you know, you guys had a backpack drive, right? Uh, for back to school. You know, who did who did all this benefit? What what community did you or what uh, program was this through? Uh, that was just you know we just did a backpack drive, veterans in action. Um, and you know, like my, my brother John, his wife, different friends of mine. We just hey, if there if you know families in need, we're going to collect these back back school supplies and we get it to them, whether it's low income families, students that maybe can't afford it, <clears> single parents. So these are going everywhere throughout San Jose County. Yeah. You know. Like, and to me, that's the power of community because now you're building a connection where, like, we may never see these kids again, but I know with, with all the faith in my heart that a seed's been planted, hey, somebody right. cares about you. Right. So even it, if you're going through a dark time, you'll remember, hey, they, I didn't have nothing and they gave me a backpack. 
may never yeah. see them, but there's been something planted. That's that's the power in community. Yeah, and it, it's awesome. And and this is where I get in trouble with the way I explain things. Is this is awesome? There's probably about twenty bags here, but it's not enough, right? Like like it's a great start. It's a great start, but it's like why aren't we just? How come you didn't just have a big truck dumping off stuff, right? It's that's getting the community involved. Yep. You know, and, and for me and what I'm getting at, uh, hold with me one second is when you went to the community and you got to talk to, obviously this is, uh, a newly U S state rep, uh, John Duarte. Uh, you know, we know him cause he's here in town. Um, and you got to go to this, the, the luncheon and, and talk to him, right? It's the action of actually doing something. And that's what the problem is, is we have that disconnect between the politicians and the, the ones who served, you know, yeah, this I, is, I, I, Go ahead. I'll let you. Exp I'll let you explain. The I definitely was not politically correct that day, but yeah. I called him out. I was like, "Dude, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're elected into office. We appreciate. Yeah, you guys are saying all these things, but you know what are we? What are we really doing for our veteran community, for their yeah. families, for just community in general? I mean, it's cool to make all these promises, but there is. You're right. There is a disconnect between Congress and the veterans. You know, because boots on ground, as we're out there doing outreach. You know, uh, and this is not me trying to brag in any way at all but if i were to calculate the time i have over 375 hours boots on ground i see the need out there yeah you know and you guys are coming saying this but it's like you know holding them accountable like uh, i gave them the same statistics of veteran suicide so you we're building all these vas we're building all this stuff but why is the suicide rate still going up and there was even a statistic for a while uh during the pandemic that it wasn't even 22 it was like 45 no. a day yeah yeah that's, that's i think you know, yeah. that's double yeah, That's one nice. of our good friends, Tom Ettinger, he does sit rep twenty two and uh, every second counts podcast. He had mentioned something about forty four. I'm like, wow, forty four. Wait a minute, the numbers that we're getting are from you know end of twenty two, end of twenty twenty, end of twenty twenty one. Well, and think about how many of these guys. I mean, we've had a few just in this area that commit suicide by cop, right? And yeah, uh, and do That's those happening. get counted? And do those get counted? And that's happening a lot because it's it's almost. You know, sadly, it's too easy. Well, and, and even, even with the overdose, there's a veteran, a go for era. Um, he just passed away a couple months ago. And and this one, this one kind of hit me hard, too. We got him connected to my buddy, Steve Lawson, got him connected to VSO. He was behind in his mortgage, got him even his house paid for it. But he ended up drinking himself to death and ended up having a heart attack from so much alcohol. And like that, it's like, what, where's the disconnect? And, and again, obviously, you know, uh, being that I'm a chaplain, I, I believe the, the aspects of faith, family, and community, it goes together. You know, it, it, like me, I'm blessed now. I have an awesome wife that, and I have a great circle of friends, you know, military and civilian, that if I'm going through it, I know I can reach out, you know. But what about the guys that don't have no one? How do we create that? How do we, you know, and, and nobody likes to use the word vulnerable, especially as men, but the vulnerability of like, yo, I need help. I'm, I'm going through it. There's these demons in my mind. I need help. Okay, cool. I bring you to church. We pray for you. What's the next step? For me, it's, it, I've learned lately it's about doing life with people. Just it's not. I don't have to shove God down your throat. I can just pick you up. Let's have some coffee. Let's, let, let me do life with you because yeah. there, I, I, just doing life with people changes the dynamic of stuff. And it's like uh, you, you were talking about, I think, your friend's nephew or someone's nephew at UOP. At one of our orientation tables, there was this kid I kept noticing throughout the week. He was always by himself. I made him – I would leave the veterans, go sit with them, and just talk to them. Two days later, I called him by his name. He's like, bro, you remember my name? I was like, yeah. And that's just like, dude, you remember mm -hmm. my name? Like, dude, that's that doesn't happen nowadays. Yeah. Um, and it's like, hey, dude. Yeah. Or like, or like, or we're like this, bro. Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? Yeah. You know, like, you yeah. know, it's like, and, and to me, it's like, uh, uh, 
going back to the the uh, as humans, we're, we're created for social. We need social in our life, right? And, and and I think that we're so disconnected that we forget the basics of life. And and for me, as as, as veterans in action, just doing life with veterans, doing life with people in community. Like even if we never see these people again, we know something's taking place in their lives. And and uh, we see the changes, man. We see the changes taking place. And it's not easy, you know. We're tired. We go to school. We go to work. But even if I can just impact one person's life, I, and I, I, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay with that. That one person ain't no telling who they're going to be a year from now that they can change the course of a whole generation. You yeah. know, and then post-pandemic, you know, the isolation of vets, people locked in their homes, you know, mental health, all that. You come out of that, like, it's it's gotten worse. It's like, you know, you got a whole generation of kids that didn't grow up like we did. They they didn't go to school and develop. They They were stuck with parents, mom and dad at home. My daughter was stuck with me, and that's a funny story because my oldest, <laughs> she got her period when she, when she was during COVID. Oh. I didn't know nothing about that stuff. Oh. And we shaved our legs together for the first time because it was time for her to start shaving her legs. <laughs> that's not an easy task, man. That's not, I was never used a straight razor straight to the leg. It, tear, it tore me up. But, uh, oh. but, you know, it's like oh. that development, and then we wonder why we see what we're seeing now, man. And, and even being at UOP, like, you can almost sense, like, there's so much anxiety amongst the youth, so much depression. Yeah. Like it's it's a real thing. Mental health is a real thing. And again, man, I'm a firm believer by tying faith, family, and community, we can change lives. We don't have all the answers. I wish we did. Right. Just like I said, just doing life with people, it changes people. Just yeah. doing life with people, uh, taking the time to get to know them, continuing the mission. That's it. You know? Yeah. Hey John, subscribe so I can get your email. I'm gonna send you a message. We're gonna we're mm-hmm. gonna we're gonna do some more. What? What? So funny. Just, no, I was just laughing. <laughs> just laughing. Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, so I got one of my buddies here. He's a guy that I work with. Thanks, Nate. Thanks for joining. Appreciate you. This is my mom, Nana Penny. Thanks for supporting. Appreciate you guys for jumping on. Uh, Shauna, no, for sure. It's it's. Uh, I don't know, Mike, if you put this one up here. No, not the second one. I used to see them at the VA. It was heartbreaking. They would come in at the end of their life. This was talking about the World War II. Yeah, it, it, it is. When uh, you were talking about all the veterans, that and, and that is, now that you talk about it, 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 it starts to really bring home the message because, you know, you had the Vietnam guys come home to being spit on. And, you know, World slash. War II, they kind of got they kind of got parades you know nobody was excited for war but it wasn't everybody knew it had to happen at that point vietnam they got spit on nobody wanted it uh you know everybody was just going to do their job i mean my dad was part of that and he he had his own problems right and i never i really you know and i've shared it before i've never really got to hear his vietnam stories until he passed away and then we read stories and papers that he had that he never shared because he didn't want to. Wow. And, the, and, but and the guy would he was watch. carrying that for all that time, brother. He carried that for all that time. He did. Balance life. Well, and, and the crazy thing is, you know, one of the things was something that happened to his, like his squad and he <laughs> never shared it. And I'm like, no wonder he was a mess, you know, to, to, to have what he had happen, you know, cause he was in a, um, the, I always forget. It's the, it's the Marine Corps version of the Chinook. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's the, it, it, the, the dual prop. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think it's CH 46 or I forgot what, what the, what the, um, number was for it, but he, he just didn't talk about it, but he was a huge history buff and huge into watching everything with Iraq and Afghanistan, you know, before he passed away, like he was. Yeah, CH46. There you go. 
It was a CH-46 because it was the Marine Corps version. Um, but yeah, he was, and he was like part of the White Knights or something, I think was. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, he was a gunner in one of those. So pretty cool. Uh, even though, you know, who knows? He was probably, you know, one of the guys they look bad on, on one of the movies, you know, shooting out of there. I can uh, picture, uh, what is that? Uh, Cadence Clearwater playing in the background. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly it. So, um, thank you, Eric, for bringing that up. Uh, Dennis's brother got a bronze star in Vietnam and he didn't, we didn't even know until uh, after. And he just wasn't that who just passed away or was that a dad? I forget. Oh yeah. I, I can't remember. Never spoke about it. Wow. That's crazy. See, you know, hearing that your dad never spoke about it. So, so my wife's grandpa, he was a, a world war two, a flyboy, And mm. you know, I did some research on him cause I didn't get to meet him. He passed before, before long, before I got married to my wife, but they say he never talked about his World War II time. He's got three bronze stars with, with Combat V, a Purple Heart, stacked. He never spoke about it. So you take these older vets that never think about carrying that burden for life. You know, it's it's, right. it's a, and you know, it's it's crazy, man. It's a lot to carry. But it does it does make you wonder, like how, you know, where did we fail? There's so many failures that I feel happened for for that number to quadruple right from in war to outside of war and you know after well i like think it's just i think again we you know we talk about uh, to enough veterans that are saying that you know i i ain't saying exit interview but once they get ready to leave there's it's only a a, a few here you go here's your papers of, and go yeah so, you know that so after almost seven years i went to a two-day class and yeah, they gave a me a days. sack lunch it wasn't even subway bro it was just a regular generic subway not even brand. Yeah. Hey, here's how you make a resume. Here's a VA number, D214. All right, don't lose it. Turn in your medical and you're out. Two-day course. I'm like almost seven years of my life training. Yeah. And when I got out, brother, I, I was lost in the system. I, I I worked construction for a while. I did roofing for a while. Uh, now, I'm a I'm Mexican, so I can say this, but I was working like a Mexican, man. <laughs> I did uh, concrete for a while. Then I did insulation. I was like, man, I might as well build my own house. You know? uh. and I didn't know what to do while trying to navigate the VA, and you get lost in the system. So it's like, think about all the vets that have severe mental health issues. They get out. How do you, how do you uh, unwind from that? How do you transition? And then you come into society that's... You know, the reality is it's high tech. It's like, we don't know nothing about computers unless you're a comm guy. There's no, right. there's no room for a, a infantry man in society who was patrolling the streets of Iraq and Afghanistan, taking lives. There's no room for a tanker who was driving down the street, shooting things. There, there's no room for a fighter. You know, like, where do we put these veterans? You know, and, yeah. and I think that's where the disconnect is. And that's what I told our elected representatives, like, why not create a program? where instead of all this money going elsewhere, where you train veterans in the areas that they've lived, life experience, and give them the education where they can in turn go and reach. And there's just something about a veteran reaching a veteran. You know, yeah. there's just something well, about a veteran yeah. spouse reaching another. You can create that community. You know, yeah. why not pour into that instead of like nothing against the VA, but all these bureaucrats that have no idea what's going on in life. And, you know, it's, it's like, man, like there's a, so when I went through, uh, the vet center, uh, the group, one of my counselors, which is a good friend now of mine, like I said, Steve Lawson, he's a combat Vietnam vet. Hearing him guide me, because he's been through it, mm -hmm. it me more than some VA doctor that I used to see that she'd be like, what's your suds? What do you smell? 
do you see blood? Do you see? I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? Wow. It's like, this is, re- and then they're making me look at this light. I'm like, I'm about to get a seizure here. They're making <laughs> me look at this light. This is, but connecting to another veteran that's like, hey, I've been there. How can, you know, just the connection, you know, and, and that's one thing I told the congressman, like, why, why don't we train veterans that are already doing community, pour into them, train them to go reach other veterans? Because when we're out there on the streets, brothers, whether it's working with homeless, whether it's working with vets at maybe 50, 150, my, my personal belief, that's where the faith comes. Right. I think as long as people have breath, bro, and they're alive, they still have hope. It, you're, I don't think anyone's ever too far gone. I, I, don't, I don't believe that. You know, and, and uh, I believe that there's hope, but it's like, how do we get that out there? And, you know, that's one thing I told the, the assemblyman, the congressman is like, yo, why don't we do more to get vets to get out there instead of these other things that we're doing? And, and what's the use of it? Obviously, no matter how many VAs we built, the number's still quadrupled in suicides. It's not working, you know? Well, and you have you have the county has, you know, organizations for vets within it. I mean, you have so many things that are out there there it's just not enough and then we have these organizations you know like yours and it's it's just we gotta it's just so tiring to talk about and we're not making any like headway it feels sometimes and like rachel oh sorry i'm glad you got that mike i jumped on the bottom one um and and you know and and kind of going off of what rachel is talking about is that's good and great, but if they don't know that it's out there, I think that's what that's what we're talking about is that if they're not doing that three day course or two day course with a you know a ham sandwich, if they're not teaching them and, and, and showing them all the programs that are ready. <clears throat> that's what we're talking about. That that's where that disconnect is. Yeah. Well, and that and and I think to Tonto's point, that is in and you've pretty much said is we need to get more veterans in front of veterans in that peer counseling to to Rachel's point. But it, it's like they don't – we got to get – those guys have to be grassroots like you're doing, right? They have to be, you know, boots on the ground going out instead of waiting for people to come to them. Yeah. Because they're, yeah. they're not going to come and, to them. Yeah, I, I agree. And, and, and just – and even in that, brother, like um, it, there, it gives you a sense of purpose. Like when we're out there, like you're doing something. Like Again, even if it's just one better in the year, we change your life. That's more than enough. Yeah. And, and I'm going to be honest. I hate school. But the whole reason why behind the education, you jumped in, you jumped in. So the whole purpose about education is just so that we can use that to benefit our community, to benefit the veterans. Like, uh, so, so right now I'm going to school for sociology with a minor in pre-law and a minor in political science. You think I really want to learn about that stuff? No way. But if I'm going to be in these political spaces and speaking to Congress and, and I need to know the law. And then the goal is to get a master in social work. It's not it's to bring it back to the community, man, because even if we can just save one life, you know, uh, and we're seeing that with, with certain events we host, we just had the the Patriot right, right, um, uh, teamed up, sponsored uh, uh, Teresa Shepard and what she was doing and, and just people coming together um, um, and, and being able to make a difference. Like you're going to see like people are coming and even civilians will come. You, uh, Eric was out at the event at AVF. Yeah. A lot of people showed up to that. You start building connections. A veteran may be jobless at the time, meets someone, comes at the events, through that event, they get a job. It'll change the trajectory of their life, you know? Right. Or someone's just taking the time, you know? And, and I believe that the more we get out there, and here is, again, the faith, family, and community, you're gonna, we're going to see a change. Because there's a lot of like-minded patriots that are tired of the system right now. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're rising up. And they're, they're let's go back to community. Let's go back to one nation under God, one people, we the people, you know? And 
I don't want to get in a whole tangent there on that, well, but yeah. well, you know, I, I love it, man. I, God, I love your passion. I love it. So you went back to school, right? So I, I got to show it, man. I got to show it. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead, bro. I First day of school pictures. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. And that, I love and, it. and be happy about that, right? I mean, be proudful. Like, dude, like you look at you, you've told our story, you know, and 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 you've told us how you've gotten to where you're at. Dude, this is a proud dude, moment. and he's not doing it easy. He's driving from Turlock no, to Stockton. It's like, for those I mean, that bro, don't know, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be honest. I, I never thought uh, I would ever be. My my buddy John, he's an alumni from there, from UOP. Yeah, John's an alumni. I never thought a crayon eating war fighting Marine would be out of school like that. <laughs> no, that's and, awesome. Dude. That's and, I mean, but but even there, brother, I just in the last week, I've met three different veterans that uh, we were able to get them some backpacks because they're transitioning. They just got out of the military. GI Bill has a hit. They're going through it. And look, the connection of community, and now it's like we have a connection there, right? I, I, everything happens for a oh, reason, shoot. brother. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I, I didn't mean to. Yeah, gosh, I'm oh, you're good, bro. You're good. I was like, oh, <laughs> it's already on the internet. <laughs> it's already we, on the internet. So, real quick, the Patriot, uh, People's Patriot Pride here. It, I screw that up every time I say it. Gosh, damn it. Pa People's, People's Patriot, Patriot Pride Project. Project. Gosh, dang it. <laughs> so, I was on the show. I was on the show on Sunday. Uh, I'm going to send them your information. Because you're right up their alley, right? They're, uh, they're it's a, a group that is doing amazing things, um, and they are just. I, I mean, I I was I had so much fun on their show, and we're gonna work more with Mark and and Andrea and John, and and they're just good, solid people, right? And it's and they're it's, a couple of them are teachers. Yeah, and yeah, awesome. yeah, veterans like and Mark, teachers. Yeah, I mean, he went from the military to teaching, and now you know it's it's you know they they have a radio. Well, he had show. another. Step Thank you. Between. The people's patron. Hey, yeah, he had. Yeah, he was a fighter. Yeah, I mean, if he needs a, uh, we still have a lot. Of, we today, I just paid up a donation of more school supplies. If if he he's a teacher, if they need school supplies, backpacks, books, pencils, we we got a whole bunch that we can give them. You got to send it awesome. to Minnesota. Minnesota. Hey, Minnesota. Eh? We'll put it in a box <laughs> and ship it out that way, man. Yeah, there you good. go. There you yeah. go. Still, uh, so, so again, thanks for joining on that. That's uh, and and you know we, I appreciate you being so candid and, and explaining and and you know taking us through the process. I'm gonna tell you right now. Sorry, Eric. It's all good. George, amazing for a guest. I don't know that we even asked like four questions. No, and that's a, that's no, that's a great yeah. thing. No, like great. that's a no, great. No. That's what I I appreciate because. Yeah. Like and and you know how to tell a story and and it was it was. We've had just, a few that you're like you can understand. It's like me talking. And and we don't. It's not trying to talk bad about you know guests in any way. But it's when you hear a great story or somebody that has is so passionate about what they're doing, it just makes our job easy. Yeah. Like we we're just sitting here. I'm just like man, speak it, George. Speak <laughs> yeah. it because, and that's what you've done and hence why you get so many great comments on here from yeah. from your friends and family yeah. so i mean obviously people love you for what you are because you're literally oh <laughs> yeah mike show on sunday <laughs> that's awesome um no oh, and, and like i said you, you know you'll be there's going to be some people reaching out to you right and just hopefully you have time to be on theirs and and it's just a little community that we've that we've grown that's or we've created and it's just grown and and we just want to get that story out there because we do. We need more. We need more. 
and have a new local, that's where, you know, we want to, we want to kind of step up our, our local uh, community and help out more. So please tag us and, and, you know, send it, send us things. And, you know, cause you were talking about the ride that you guys were having that community thing last weekend, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The, yeah. the Patriot ride. All the, all the proceeds went to first responders, veterans, and their families. So, so that, that was pretty cool. Uh, um, uh, we teamed up, sponsored Teresa Shepard, a couple other people sponsored, and there was a dental van out there, a uh, medical van, vision van, providing screenings for everybody in the community. And it's Beautiful. crazy because some of the college students that volunteer at our events, they can't afford insurance, so they were able to come get free screens. It was it's 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 full circle, and there are relationships there, man. So it's, it brought joy to my heart. Like, dude, you're getting a free. That's cool, dude. Take advantage, man. Get some glasses too. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it was a great event, man. Uh, John John led the ride. Uh, there was about 47 guys on bikes that rode in, um, um, and it was Gomez was part of it too, and and it was cool because they all came in and, and it it all went to the community and 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 again, brothers, like. If one thing COVID taught me at the end of the day, bro, we have to look out for each other. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. I, I I don't depend on the government. It's we the people, we the community. And I'm not running for office or anything, but like, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. like it's like, it, you know, <laughs> like, like you guys having this for me, it's, it's a privilege to be alive and I'd be selfish not to share my story. Like God gave me a second, third, fourth, fifth chance. And you guys provide the, the uh, opportunity to give us a voice. To me, that touches my heart because how many other veterans can I connect you that have a story or just people in community that are working that you can give them the voice that they would not not normally have. So I appreciate you guys doing this more than, you know, and, and just bring awareness to like, Hey, there's a need, man. There's a need. How can we continue to the mission? You know? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so the, the funny joke there is I kind of took over the show, Mike. I don't know if you got to watch any of it. <laughs> I literally was take, I took over the show. I started asking questions and it was, it was pretty awesome. Yeah. But yeah, getting back to that, it's, uh, it, it's one of those things that, you know, the passion is there, right. And we need it. We just need more of it. We just need more. Of well, it. And, and if you're a veteran or know a veteran that needs somebody to talk to, have them watch this. Yeah. Have them watch the show because I think, you know, nothing, nothing can impact somebody than hearing somebody else who's kind of dealt with the same things or went through the same things. And, and came out the other side positively, right? I mean, look at the just combination of different steps and, and chapters that you've had. It's 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 awesome, dude. And the book's not done. No, and, and and I'll say first, you know, guys, like again, it wasn't just like I'm thankful for the the people that helped me because I'm not here because one God first and just the people yeah. throughout my life, you know. And and again, if I can say anything about tonight, whether it's a veteran, just anybody listening, like you're, you're never too far gone, dude. As long as you have breath there's hope, whether it's mental health, whether it's a sickness, whether it's financial, man. Cause I remember when, when I lost everything, like I had to start, I'm 30 years old, 31 years old, have nothing. I'm like, and I have a kid, I'm like, Whoa, but it's like we life, different seasons of life, man. But like, for me, it's like with veterans in action is, is that we, we see people for people, man. Like, you know, we're not, they're not cash cows. They're not just another number. Like, you know, we can, we can impact lives dude. Let's get it done. And, and right one less suicide it's one less overdose it's one less family being broken apart it's one less child abuse you know like let's do this you know and 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 i believe there's a lot of people even connected to you guys that that have that mindset and i'm not about competition i'm community over competition it doesn't matter what veteran group you are like let's work together i'm not about that man yeah (laughs) you know i knew that message was coming because of our (laughs) pre-show i knew it was coming i felt that 
Dude, he's a chaplain. Yeah. He's gonna no, say I the know. things Listen, you need to hear. I know. Like he's, I know. That's oh, it. dude, I didn't even. No, I didn't even about that. I didn't yeah. Even, no, don't say you're <laughs> but bad that's because the best. it's it's that's what, true. It's it's kind of what he needed to hear. You know, yeah, like last I said, week. I was like, I'm pissed that there's another show going on right now. Right? <laughs> I'm pissed. I was pissed that there was a show before our show going on, and I love the guys on those shows. Right? I love them. They jump in our. They jump into our messages. That and, and I don't need. Look, they're, they're spreading the word, right? And that's what I should be thankful for. And that's what I'm going to take from today's show is be thankful for it. I'm going to go home. There was a reason we had him. Well, yeah, no, I mean, yeah. I mean, other than we had an open date, but no, no, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. No, I, I, I'm so, like, I knew this was going to be epic. I knew it was going to be great. And we didn't even have to get Rob Young in here and help us go over the top because I just Rob wants to be on again. I know he does. He's awesome, dude. That's a good brother. Oh, uh, he was he. Yeah, I love that guy. He wanted to come in studio. He only lives a couple blocks from. Yeah, yeah. he lives. Yeah, yeah. He lives around the corner. The problem is, is our studio is not really like We're you big get to boys, see the good so part. I, and... I'm hitting walls, but you can't really see. <laughs> so. <laughs> no, it, no, but even within the veteran community, man, we see a lot of that competition. It's like it's it's let's work together. We did in the Marine Corps, Army, Navy, Air Force. Those were the best operations when the branches came together for a big operation so like why not work together to tackle the real life issues of suicide mental health right you know and, no, and that's uh, what we need yeah collaboration man and, and uh, again like you guys provided this space to speak dude it's like i i do believe greater things lie ahead man like uh and, and obviously the way things are going in our nation it sucks it's getting harder but if we can build that tight-knit community man yeah. and again just because i'm a chaplain bro i got you put god at the center of it all faith family and build our families build our community bro we, America, there's a reason why we've been blessed for so many years. There's no other yeah. country like ours. I right. love this country. No, there's not. It, you know, and uh, I believe that. <laughs> <you know. laughs> so I, I know Mark's Mark's already wanting information. He's already hit me up. He, he wants your info. So uh, the 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 people's patriot project will be reaching out to you, and they're central. <laughs> so you got a couple hours earlier. Uh, they do a Sunday. They do a Sunday night, and then they do a debriefing. Yeah, I haven't heard that word in a while. Debriefing. That's debriefing. Cool. Yeah, it's it's it, it was it was really cool. It was cool. It was cool. Eric needed to be debriefed. Vp three. I know, but then that's like Vp three. There you go. When we when we debrief, we got to finally get Chow, bro. Yeah, we're, we, we're like neighbors. We need to get. Yeah, us. we need we yeah. need to meet bro, up. We'll meet up. Yeah, for sure. If I can get my business open, you can come there. So we'll see. Well, what are you doing for that, brother? Well, it's uh, we're looking at having a wine bar and and you know I know you know we'll have water and other things too and some <laughs> snacks so but it'll be like wine and craft beer and you know I'll just take all the chill. water and snacks you got brother I will take care I'll make sure you're taken care of right and it's not gonna be like a party bar joint it's gonna be a chill spot like nice. just chill. it's gonna be informative you're gonna learn about the wine that I think that's kind yeah, of but the he doesn't year. drink so it, he he's gonna learn about how good a water because I am lost. a freak. I'm a freak about water. Like, bro, so am if, I. I don't drink purified, only spring pure water. Oh <laughs> I, my god! I see. Yeah. I'm I'm a lot to say. Well, if you go to a restaurant and you taste terrible water, like it turns me off from the rest of the stuff. Like, how did you not taste your water? Yeah. Like, yeah. if your water tastes like crap, the your food's gonna taste like crap. Yep. Uh, I, I get. I see. I'm not the only weirdo, man. That's I believe no. it 100, bro. No, actually, y'all I, I will say there's there's a <laughs> wine bar in in our local area that's you know that but, we went to we went to the other night. Uh oh. And we the first thing you get is your ice water, and you lift it up, and when you smell that freezer burnt smell, 
it was just like immediately I could not enjoy the wine. I was just, I was done. And I told my wife, I'm like, okay, our, we have two things that we're very picky about with this. When we open this, the bathroom. Oh, bro. And the water. We do an individual stall. It all depends. It it depends on the building we get. I need to, I need to relax. Like, I don't want to like, I don't need a trough. No, I don't, I don't want, want Steve next to me. You no, know? no, no. We're I mean, we won't even have that big of a spot. <laughs> no, but no, we're gonna have nice bathrooms. And if oh. anybody messes them up or blows them up, I'm gonna turn around and make you clean it yourself. <laughs> no, it, it's, it's, it's funny because uh, uh, so at my second deployment, I had mentioned uh, we had 60 days of continuous combat operations. So we were stuck Dang, on the tanks for 60 right. days in 134 degree weather. So I have this thing with bathrooms now, bro. That when we came back to one of the big bases, it was a big army base. They had air conditioned bathrooms. The toilets were clean, bro. Like I almost cried, bro. I was you like, were in what? heaven. <laughs> so now my biggest pet peeve is like you: bathrooms and water. The bathrooms have to be immaculate. Yep. And they can't so be all. Awesome. get along. Yeah, yeah. Get along. And if I drink tap water and I could taste, oh my oh. God, this is good. yeah, yeah. Me and my wife, like we we're particular about our water, but yeah, don't don't, don't, I, don't drink Houston water. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah dude i really uh think that uh, um uh you guys giving us a voice man and, and i'm hoping that with our goal with veterans in action this is and i've shared this with our board we have a board now so we are incorporated we do have bylaws and articles of incorporation like and we're transparent brother you know as we because we are 501c3 pending uh, i'm gonna have open books where at any given time anybody can come and see where the finances are going. i have nothing mm-hmm. to hide you know uh, transparency right. that's how we build community but my desire is to build a community center. I live in Turlock, so I haven't used my VA business loan, but my heart is to build a community center from the ground up. And I'm gonna have like uh, peer support counseling services, mental health on staff, um, different um, uh, like the backpack stuff, the toys, even the pantry for food, every aspect of community completely for free. And um, I'm taking a course. We gotta right make now. that happen, dude. Let's yeah. do a podcast studio inside. Oh, dude, we'll, we'll have you guys a studio with your own spaces and a cool bathroom, bro. So, I got so mad when Mike and good when water. We moved into the studio. I used to be able to see Mike and and just like corner my eye. Now I can't even see. I got to look up over 14 screens because he's got like three of them. <laughs> no, can't dude, that, that, that's guy. that's the desire, man. And and where that's people awesome. can come, people can come and um. Um, right now, I'm taking the course. It's uh, basically how to secure government fund grants, writing, learning how to write grants for nonprofit. Grants. Yeah, yeah. And I'm learning, man. And then in turn, it's like <clears throat> just a circle, man. So as people come and even train people to go do what we do, so they can find their vision, they can find their purpose in life. So that that's our desire, bro. Is is to, you know, my desire. Is, it sounds crazy, but it's to build this community center by next year. No, that, that's. that's... <laughs> but you've you've gotten in contact with a business owner, a poinsettia owner, right? A farmer, you know, um, um, Maria Gill, right? I mean, like you've talked to these people, tell them this is what I need. Right. And then I guess the, the I don't want to say the sucky part, but the frustrating part is you have to learn how to write a grant. Like, why do we have to go through all that process? It should just be readily available. Yeah. I mean, that's my opinion. Of it. Well, no, we could, that, that, that conversation could go. I know, <laughs> I know, I know. I get no, it. We're all very passionate <laughs> about it. It, it is no it is it sucks but in my mind too it's like so if i learn it let's reciprocate let's teach others so like yeah. say we say we got a young vet that's looking to do something how can we support you and that's that's even the mission of veterans in action when we support other organizations how can we get alongside you to make the mission happen you know with with teresa shepherd when she did the patriot right we, we we did a lot of work with her a lot of work and the turnout was awesome 
we're not here to take glory. I don't need my face in the newspaper. I don't need any of that. But yeah. There you go, right there. <laughs> That's like a full day right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, so we P3 radio, they do uh, uh all nice. veterans radio nice. station also. Uh and, and like I said, you're you're gonna get in touch. I'm gonna send Mark all your information. <laughs> And then Andrew's going to call you and says, there you go. And, and, and you could turn it into the George show. Yeah. Just take like it Eric, over. Like Eric did. I, yeah. I, dude, I just was like, yeah. So <laughs> they had Tucker. Uh, uh, Tucker was a musician that I had on and, and did he play the harmonica? I mean, listen, if you can play the harmonica and actually sound good, he sounded awesome. He rocked. And I was just like, yeah. So, uh, so, Hey, how'd you learn how to do that? I, like, I literally just took the whole show over. It was great. <laughs> Probably one of their best episodes. I mean, it only has like 11 views, but it's probably one of their best. <laughs> awesome. hey, you said if you don't have to ask questions, that's a good thing, right? Yeah. He asked them for him, which, which is funny because today yeah. Eric's actually asked more questions of a guest than he normally does. Well, and it's, yeah. So my job is the countdown of, hey, we've got a minute left, a minute and a half left, and to get the guest. But Mike's a better interviewer. But I, I, that's just how, I mean, I'm, I, I love all the people. I love all the people, but it was one of those things where I knew, like, I I, I watched a lot of your stuff and and just knowing uh, a little bit of your back history and stuff. So it, for me, it was great. I loved it. I mean, yeah, probably one of my best. Episodes. And and thank you, by the way, in the chat for sending uh, in the private chat for sending over that number uh, for uh, me to check out the the. I, I don't think it's the honor guard because the honor guard is actually the active duty folks that are coming in. Yeah. Yeah, if you call that guy gunnery sergeant, um, uh, what's his name, uh, Castillo, he he, mm-hmm. uh, he he can probably help you most. I can do a twenty-one gun salute. Okay. Um, I had a friend of mine. Uh, she's also a veteran. She's the commanding officer for the DAV now, Chapter Modesto, mm-hmm. and she needed someone because her friend's son, a marine, was killed a couple of weeks ago in a motorcycle accident. And just like that, they were able to get that. So okay. give him a call, brother. Uh, if, if there's anything, I appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. So normally we ask the question about what you know when you're ready to chill. Coke. You think it's Coke? I know it's Coke. <clears throat> I'll bet so, you. I'll bet you all the all the cookies downstairs. It's Coke. The there's no cookies. So or whatever you know, bread and, she has, she has some chocolate bread and some. It's it's bre- freaking brownies, cracker. not chocolate yeah. bread. Yeah, it's like chocolate bread. Well, there is chocolate like sourdough. Yeah. See. Yeah. What it's not cooked though. Anyways, George, <laughs> wife and you are chilling. End of the night. We obviously know alcohol is probably not in the picture. What's the go-to drink? Coca-Cola, bro. Ice cold Coca-Cola. Post. Wait, <laughs> wait. I missed something because there's there's a post or something. Nope. Where Before he's pre-show, about he was Coke. drinking. He was drinking you, the oh, Coke pre-show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. See, it is Rachel. That was a trap. I missed it. I got caught slipping. <laughs> I got caught slipping. It's funny because today after uh, some, uh, I had to work a little bit today. And I was thirsty. I was like, water? And I had some ice cold spring water. I was like, I stopped by the gas station and I paid $3 for this Coca-Cola, bro. I just, Coca-Cola, man, it just now, hits do you the like, spot. Do you like regular Coke or the Mexican Cokes? Oh, what, because he's Mexican? Wow. <laughs> he already I said it. I believe it's called well, original recipe. He opened recipe. the door. He it's opened called the original door recipe there. The Mexican, okay. I'm going to go with that one because it's more, it's like, it's like water, it, right? It's, right. it's, bottle, <laughs> it's the uppity part, right? But it's, it's, it's hard to get access to, but I'll, I'll settle for the plastic well, bottle. we got Coke. La Perla here, right? Oh, yeah. Wow. So yeah, that's why I see it. That's why I see people, it. My, my own people be ripping this off, charging like $5 for one bottle. So <laughs> I got to go with the plastic stuff. <laughs> the liquid, liquid death. death yeah. yeah. 
Liquid. Oh, I, I, used to, I used to drink a lot of energy. I mean, I was when I was, especially when I was a drill instructor, I was drinking about like seven, eight energies, energy drinks a day. So I completely cut back on those. No, but that's the thing with liquid death. It's water. It's water. It's actually it's water. water. I'm like, dude, it's water in a can. I thought like, it. I thought it was an energy, I thought it was drink, an energy too, drink too. But it, it's actually water, and it's it's supposed to be pretty good. But it's water. It's you I can't don't know, do man. That. A name like liquid death, bro. No, it. Dude, the cans are sick. Like the the cans are pretty sick, but it is actually supposed to be water. Yeah, no, Coca Cola is my like that's my weakness, bro. I, I can drink a whole two liter. Last <laughs> night my wife made some tacos, homemade by the way, and uh, she she bought me some Coca-Cola. carne or, or or some some chicken. I think she made um uh, the carne. Yeah. Okay. Hey, this will be right up your guys' alley. It's artesian natural artesian natural water. artesian water. Yeah. yeah. So the cans are pretty. Look at murder your thirst. Yeah, but the, it's actually water. It is water. Just it's crazy. Nice. I don't know why it went right to Amazon. And it's probably more than three dollars a can. <laughs> Garbage. Yeah, <laughs> he says one of the troop H two O. I like that. Look at that. Oh, 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 there's troop flavor. <laughs> they have flat water as well. Jeez. Nah. All right, George. Man, oh, so awesome. appreciate you. And and you know what I what what really made me happy is we we haven't really had a deep dive <laughs> mental health conversation for a while and talking about that yeah. and talking about somebody going through it as much as as you know you're very transparent and sharing your story. So we do truly appreciate that. Sure. Um it, it's funny because when we started this, we we tried to be like outgoing and say, hey, here's the questions we're going to kind of ask. And then we just stopped because we found most veterans just kind of told their story. And, yeah. and we just, you know, well, we even asked up front, is there anything off limits? And we have been so lucky to have everybody just share. Like they share their entire story. And we appreciate you doing that tonight. You know, you you talked about vulnerability. It's not easy to share some of your your, you know, misgivings and some of your slip-ups, right? Yeah. But it, what's important is that anybody out there, you know, veteran, veteran, not veteran, if you're listening and you hear what George went through and it starts to like, go, oh man, that's some of what I've been through, but yeah. you see what he's done after and how he <clears throat> bounced back and how he found found God, found his faith, and and found life over again, I mean, just take from it, man. That's all I can say. I have, and I'm, I'm going to jump in before you say something. Uh, the the comment, uh, thank you for digging. I, I have. I, I apologize if you didn't want to share anything of, of family-wise, but well, you're good. there's a picture. Okay, thank you. This picture is literally a wall hanger, right? This is something that neat. I mean, that is an epic, epic picture. Oh, man. I yeah, mean, both. that is... I'll, I'll tell Could you be what. Old cell phone in the hole. That is so awesome. So, it is. So when I got my degree at MJC, uh, like I told you, you know, I, I, yeah, we got blown up. We went through firefights, but I don't. I'm not. I don't consider myself a hero. What I dealt with was the shame that I survived and my brothers didn't. So what what I did uh, for MJC was I dedicated my degree, my cap and gown. I put to my brothers that never, for my brothers that never had a chance, and for me. Like when I see my family, like I know my brothers and sisters that gave the ultimate sacrifice wouldn't want me to kill myself by drinking myself to death or yeah. take my life. So I have to live the life that they died for. So I, I'm a, I'm a social media guy. I like taking pictures. My daughters get all mad, like especially my older one. But like I'm all about it because like I didn't have that growing up as a child. I have brother, and you know, and now that I'm married with my kids and 
my brothers that didn't have the opportunity to do it, like I'm gonna live for them, you know. So I, I I'm I'm all about that, dude. Like that picture is like my it took me like 30 minutes to dig that stupid heart out of the ground, but it was worth it. And then I was getting so mad because as I'm digging it, it would fall in. I was like, I'm gonna get this picture, I'm gonna get this picture. And uh, we got it, but it's like um, you know, to me, it's my, my family, you know, my I'm I'm for God, my family, dude. It's just I, I love them, I love my girls, and you know, I love being the only dude in the house, you know. Yeah, I'm not gonna show any other pictures, but you saying that your oldest daughter, she's like, she, she, there's a few pictures on there that I was gonna post. I'm like, no, no, no. Mike's like, no, maybe he doesn't want them on there. But that was to me that that picture there with everyone in, like, that was, I mean, that's awesome. Yeah, we yeah, just we just picture. took a, a family photo with all. Because she was actually impressed with her dad making yeah. the heart yeah. and doing making all that. Like dude, you know, I'm, dads I'm aren't supposed to do that that cool social media stuff. Yeah. Oh, no, dude, I, I'm gonna be honest. My even my wife gives me a hard time. I'm all about that. We're gonna make memories. We're gonna take pictures of everything. There you go. That one. There yeah, you go. man. That that was a couple of weeks ago, man. And uh, you know, I, I'm just thankful because even you know, and you know what touches my picture. heart, brothers, is yeah. even my my oldest. They say you grow up with your your oldest, right? Yeah, she has even seen the change, like from like she's even seen it, like because even throughout the years, I've gotten help for PTC where I used to get so angry quick and so anxious. She for my daughter, she's sixteen. Like dad, you're a whole different person. That's I'm it. like, if I can change, others can, change. and that's that's the hope of this man. That's the yeah. the power of community, bro. Like you. you know, and uh, yeah, dude, I, I'm gonna grow that all the way, man. Uh, uh, I got one gun for each one of my girls. <laughs> <laughs> they uh. uh my oldest, she's been shooting since she was since she was seven. So they're all so when dudes try to come around, uh I'm ready. I'm they're ready. gonna be strapped up. I'm not buff yeah. like John, but I got a gun or two. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's great. Well, George. Yeah, George, thanks for sharing. Thanks for sharing, man. We're like we're, I appreciate you sharing your life with us. Yes. hundred percent. Absolutely. And, and we do need to, we need to I'll, I'll send you my number in, in email and yeah. we definitely need to figure something out get together and you know go have unfortunately my nine to five is really stupid so i'm trying to get rid of it and find okay. something else <laughs> oh, and i love the barbecue man i would love to host you guys and your families i'll, I'll cook some homemade i marinate my own carne asada so let's let's get this done dude he said carne asada okay mike that's what it was i said carne carne carne, <coughs> carne asada don't forget, I worked at a Mexican restaurant growing up. So did you in Long Beach? LBC? No, no. Oh, yeah, Long Beach. You okay. got the real deal over there. Little Mexican restaurant in Oakdale. Yeah, the hacienda. Raquel's. Back oh. in the day. Back in the day. Oakdale, bud. Yep. There was one. There was one Mexican restaurant in Twenty Nine Palms when I was stationed there, and, and they had a thing called the Gringo Burger. I was like, yeah, this ain't real Mexican food. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what's crazy. funny is we have well, we have two major Mexican restaurants here in town in Houston, and one a lot of people know Agave, like it's pretty well known throughout yeah, the yeah. valley. Um, but the right. other one, Coco's, is you know it. The foods like they're nice people. Um, but they're actually, <laughs> they actually have probably the best burger in town. Like their burger is actually fire. Like I'd never imagined going to, a, I, I remember when I was young and I worked for Walmart and we had a guy come from Oklahoma and we went, we took him to a Mexican restaurant cause he didn't, he hadn't eaten Mexican food much and he ordered a burger. I'm like, dude, we brought you to Mexican food. Come on, yeah, man. Burger. You're in California and you eat a burger. How's like, your water? <laughs> the water's terrible. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. That's why we order, we order, we order. Every water comes with lemon. Like we gotta order lemon just yeah. in case, right? Because then it gets rid of it. So 
I like my water with tequila. <laughs> there you go. Just one. George, well, thank you Thanks, so much. Uh, we'll make sure we we uh, get everything about Veterans in Action posted on on you know the the show notes so that we can share it out. Um, we do definitely appreciate you, man. Oh. <laughs> hey, it wasn't what a, a shocker. No, it wasn't a, a stab at Oklahoma. It was yeah. just the one guy from Oklahoma. And then the kicker was we had an earthquake that morning. He literally got on a flight that night and took off back to Oklahoma. He's like, I don't want these earthquakes. So it wasn't a shot at Oklahoma. It was just one guy. It was pretty funny, though. So, George, again, thank you so much. Uh, go thank enjoy you. your family. I don't want to keep your wife out of the house yeah. much longer. You know, she's got those little ones. So, uh, no, thank no, you so thank much you. for joining us. Yeah, no, again, thank you guys. And, you know, I appreciate you guys again, this opportunity, man. And uh, um, I'm hoping to <laughs> don't just how much you do. <laughs> hey, the food's good. I, I, I'm telling you guys, I, I can barbecue. That's my thing. Okay, you can get down. <laughs> All right. I, no, appreciate you guys. And I look forward to connecting more and uh, uh, definitely uh, – you know, connect you with some more veterans that I think have such powerful stories that, you yeah. know, I have, I have a brother of mine. I'm thinking uh, our first deployment, his name's uh, Leonel Arajo. Um, his, he was, he's to this day, he's one of my closest friends. Um, he was, uh, he does a lot for his community too. He's a woodworker now, and that's his way of their Purple Heart recipient. Our nice. first deployment, he was blown up, launched like 50 feet, broke his tailbone, oh. shattered his knees. He's had two spinal fusions. And this guy has a story to tell, man. So, like vets like that that are just making it happen, bro. There's a lot of us, and we'd I love to. We'd love to talk to him. Can you do? Can you do his name a little slower for me? <laughs> well, he type. can email. He can email. Well, I know. So I don't you don't to his name's uh, uh, Leo Arajo. Got it. A R A U J O. Man, Mike. Mike knows. Mike knows. He's Damn, Mike. Man. I want to adopt him into the Mexican clan. How about if I just A R A U J O? How about Leo? Would because I actually have a few Arajos that have worked for me in the in the past so nice his, yeah. his instagram page is a uh, leo woodworks dude. awesome woodworker dude, this is dope <laughs> yeah, eric's already got it pulled up there it is yeah, he's already gonna know. share yeah, oh yeah. damn that is aw- so, yeah so he, he's done a few flags for me and then there's another really good friend of mine who's also a combat veteran uh, he oh, had a tbi his, his name is uh, uh sergeant solo woodworks they're all That's three of us dope. All three of us that do. Is sick. So, all right. Yeah, so. Well, Eric, you got a job to do. <laughs> all right. Piece of cake. I'm well, gonna drop the George, of this show on there. Let the family come back home. Yeah, man. Thanks. Appreciate We it. appreciate you. <clears throat> Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we'll make sure we continue to to talk about veterans in action and and share the story. So. Awesome. Thank you, brothers. I appreciate Thank you, you. Guys very much. And, and we do need to get together. Over. I'll send you over yeah. my number probably tomorrow morning. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank Thanks, you, George. Yay. Yay. Who says that? Who says that podcasting's hard? Dude, Somebody said podcasting's hard. I don't know. They're dumb. <laughs> Not when you have, when you have the great guests that we have that just share their stories, you know, just, complete and utter transparency and it's just a beautiful thing man you're right oh what am i right about mama <laughs> late like damn near hey, missed it you mom. got it hey it's what a great replay okay <laughs> it is yeah it is. that's that's what it's I was available meaning. all the time yeah so I, that's what i was meaning Mark. it's uh it when you have a when, yeah 
<laughs> we get guests like that. It's awesome. No, it right. is. It truly is. It can be. A it it is a little hard when guests yeah. don't show up, but we figure our way through it. So, yeah, Eric, you're right. No, hold on. You're all right. You're Mike. You're right. I was wrong about. Guess who's going to join us next week? Heroes Talk 2023. <laughs> like that. <laughs> it's only his 79th, 79th podcast in the last <laughs> that he's days. done in like the last two days. <laughs> yeah, last 48 hours. Yeah, that'll be cool. It'll be fun. We'll. we'll I'm sure Absolutely. it's going to be off the hook. He's uh, always uh, a great dude to talk. Yeah. To. So. And I think we're getting uh, Jesse Cunningham with them too. So oh yeah, that'd be cool. Nice. nice. Yep. All right, Eric. All right. Deuces. Deuces.